0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah.
1: You're listening to Lust for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Suswine.
0: Let's get loose, my people. This is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians uh peruvians are fans of us as well new zealanders they have parades for us antarctica not a not a real place but whatever all right uh i'm james l madden this is lust for life uh this is the left of the dial the show for the individual we got a hell of a show planned for today it we are hungover as usual (laughs) benji's not because he's clean and sober these days god bless him but I'm
2: tired he
1: didn't sleep, well. He didn't
0: didn't sleep, sleep well. well
1: but I didn't sweep well yeah either. I love it
0: <laughs> half of us here are <laughs> fucked up like two dollar watches boozed up and no sleep and and Benji's like yeah I tossed and turned a couple of times <laughs> alright let's set everyone up I'm looking at the hand of the king my right hand the man with the good head of hair the man who did not sleep well last night he is Benji he Suswine is. also known as Ace Sweet 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 wine, baby. There we go. There we go. Always great. To you be are my man. brother. Uh, I know. It's, a, it's great to see. It. And the head of hair is just looking. Good. I mean, you got that haircut, and it's just you it's can't. Coming back. Yeah, you can't hold it down. Your hair is like Jordan in the early '90s. It keeps coming back. Yeah, you you think he's done, and then the fourth quarter, I'm dropping 25, and I've got the flu. And I'm gonna blow mocos on it. That's right. what happens. <laughs> I'm sitting in with us. First time ever, third mic. First, one of the few times I've ever seen this girl in Manhattan. She is the queen of the creek, the great Rebecca Trent, my dear friend. Great to finally have you here. Thank you, Mad Dog. I am honored to have you on this. I'm very excited about this. Um, so let's just discuss this. We have uh, Megan Sullivan's gonna come in, be our guest. Some wild things have been going on with her. She has a story to tell. I'm not even. I I, I won't even bring up what it is yet till we bring her on. In a few minutes, and let her explain it. It's, it's fascinating. Benji doesn't really know the story. I can't wait to see Benji. No. It's going to be exciting. All I'm right. excited. But uh, we're going to banter for a few minutes about last night. We're, the reason two-thirds of us are in rough shape and one, <laughs> one-third is didn't sleep well, uh, we were at a party. There's a lot of shit for this. We love you, buddy. You're I know, better than I us. Like he it. was we're at us. the party, though. I was there.
1: So there's at least that.
0: Yes, you were there. Uh, Drinking club soda. (laughs) When you,
1: I was too. I just had a lot of vodka. Yes, you
0: did. And I, I I saw how they were pouring for you. Oh boy. (laughs) We were at uh, the party for the New York Comedy Festival, and it was unbelievable. I showed up at midnight. What people do not know about this is, I had a bender the night before at the Creek in the Cave with the Guns N' Roses uh, podcast, and uh, I was I honestly got on the elevator. It was the first time I felt sober. And not hungover. I then get up, I get off the elevator, mm. I do one quick vodka soda, and then go back to Jack and Water, and the process just begins again.
1: <laughs> that night, last uh, night before last, at the Creek, uh, ended with Bargazzi and uh, Dave Smith and uh, Abby Robertson singing Taylor Swift songs and dancing, oh, wow. while Luis Gomez was doing MMA fighter moves <laughs> until <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. Nothing that you said is is shocking there.
0: Right. Uh, I used to go on the road with Nate a lot, uh, the great Nate Bregazzi, and what people do not know about him oh boy, is he has the song <laughs> taste of a 12-year-old girl. He
1: literally does. It's the most <laughs> terrifying thing that I've ever seen. He makes me turn up Taylor Swift. Yes. Well,
2: <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
1: Here's Unapologetically. <laughs> like, just really loves it. I if you're going to do it, you got to own it. Uh, I, I mean, like. he definitely owns it. He he, de- he literally owns the CDs.
2: <laughs>
0: he literally owns it.
1: We were driving to a gig once, and uh, on his serious
0: uh radio, there's an indicator. It will just it'll just like beep or something and tell you of one of three artists was on in his car. Jeez. Is it Taylor it Swift for that? Any time? yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. Celine Dion. Yeah.
0: Journey. Wow. Wow.
1: I would have guessed Coldplay would have been in there. but I, I, I see like Coldplay, play, but
0: but they're not as good jerks. What? You don't like Celine Dion? <laughs> what are you trying
1: to say? She's, this is my Vandy hat. Get she, away. She's
0: fucking <laughs> awesome, okay? What's your problem? You don't like You're awesome? You're
1: bananas. You're bananas if you don't she's believe me. She's Oh,
0: God damn, that's crazy I sit here. Yeah, for sure. But he, he loved Taylor Swift, and I'm like, This is what she was, pure jailbait. Like, everyone now claims they love Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, for sure. He was doing Taylor Swift material two years ago. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and it's like... She was 17. Yeah, it's creepy. (laughs) You can't like an artist that young. You can't.
1: Well, he's a father of a daughter, so I think it's okay for him. I think you get a pass. I feel like you that's have, like, why a he girl. had a kid.
2: Yes, he didn't just have the, just so so he just the, exactly. the That like, need Just he
0: could be. That baby did not exist. With that. He was still listening to a 14-year-old girl. <laughs>
1: the only thing that keeps him from being a creep. Oof.
2: <laughs> like, no, my daughter likes it. Your daughter's two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your daughter's two years from being born. <laughs>
2: right. That's what we're saying. <laughs>
1: All right, so Let's
0: get back to this part real quick. So you're drinking club soda last yeah. night. Do you lie to people and say there's something in it just so you look like you're... No, no, I don't.
2: But I I, I don't. But I did notice like it's for the first time I'm kind of in control of conversations, especially when everyone I know usually is now drunk and just wasted. And I'm like, oh, it's an interesting perspective to to have being at a party and not drinking.
0: And realize what maniacs the rest of us are. (laughs)
2: Everyone's crazy how they don't see it. And I was like, oh, I was, I guess I was like that also.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of like seeing how the sausage gets. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's good to go back behind the curtain.
2: Oh, I will. January 1st. I'm back in, baby. Yeah,
1: son. Um, But, I mean, the truth is, is that, I I mean, I know that it's true for all of us because we all know the same people. Half of our friends don't drink anyway, so it's not that big a deal to not drink at a party. Nobody really thinks about it. My bar supervisor, stand-up comedian Peggy O'Leary, the great Peggy, she doesn't drink, and she runs a bar, so, I mean, you know.
2: Yeah, I feel like in comedy, like, it's not that weird. Most people at, like, 24 are like, I'm sober now, crazy (laughs) past (laughs) 10 years of my life.
0: Well, I wasn't going to drink because of the night I had before that, and then I'm like, well, free booze, and... Yeah. <laughs> free booze and I'm around like executives which makes me uncomfortable keep right. it going you need it yep. Yeah. and then to see that there was a great moment towards the end and I take pride that I'm one of the dudes at these parties always one of the last standing I'm like
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 not till
0: 6 in the morning the night before unfortunately <laughs> but uh, I like being one of the last of the Mohicans I like being Hawkeye and I like at one point we all looked around a bunch of us and uh, just like look at where we're at. Bunch of punk mooks from like <laughs> Long Island and Las Vegas and New Jersey. Like you know my boys Grant and Greg and Anthony's like, look at us here. We survived this party, That's man. Pretty crazy. And right. We're closing it. Like this is Shutting it made us feel. Down.
1: Yeah, man. It made <laughs> us feel like, okay. Uh, Do you uh, wanna hear something crazy? Yeah. There is a line downstairs of people who couldn't get in because they weren't on the list for the party. Yeah. Do you wanna know who was standing in that line? Please. Kyle Kinane, yeah, wow. the voice of, of Comedy Central, could not get into the Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah, when I was movie. waiting to
2: get in, I saw Jeff Ross was like, Oh, they're with me. They're like, We don't care.
1: Oh, yeah. they <laughs> Jeff, Jeff tried to get Kyle in, and yeah. they were like, No, sorry. And it's like, but bi- you, yeah, we, yeah. Can I show you a reel? What do you right, need? Exactly. Like, I don't understand.
0: You know what's really weird is I get there, I'm running late, and I'm, 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 I'm just like, Okay, I can't wait to get in here. I'm very happy. First time I'm at one of these parties, and I see three dudes I know. And I'm like, well, why are you guys just standing here? And one dude's like, well, the same reason you're going to be standing here. We That's can't right. get in. And I'm like, <laughs> and I hate that because I've had that happen at like the Caroline's party. Every
1: year it happens at the Caroline's party for me. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> it's I'm insane. on the list, but I'm not on the list. Right. Every year I have to get somebody to help me in. It, it's insane. I wasn't on the list last night either. That's what here. It's crazy.
0: But, uh, and then you feel bad because then you just go up there and these three dudes now, they love you. And they want to believe that you're good enough on the list, but they also think they're better than you. Right. And we're not on the list. This motherfucker can't be. And then it's, uh, then the lady said this out loud Oh, you're on the list twice. I'm somehow, ah. I was somehow on the list twice. I'm like, let's clone me. Like, right. you motherfuckers for judging.
2: You should go back. You're like, so I got an extra spot. Two of me can get in here.
0: And none of you can. Right. Two Start. of me, son. That's Fight strange. to the death. Whoever Can't survive. lock me in the penthouse. That's right, baby. Uh, and th- that felt good. And then they snuck. <laughs> I made this shrug at one point. And I think that's when I sobered up from the night before. Right, that's when it hit you time to get wasted he so. was sober for 90 minutes yeah, hey. and they went back to drink there you go um one time at the carolyn's party, i don't know if i told this story uh there was another comedy party. there was like there was a big night around christmas time the holiday parties in new york city for the comedy clubs are just the best things in the world yeah, i want yeah, hobnobs so mistakes are made Hell stds yeah. are given it's a great time <laughs> i've told that story here but um so it was a rainy night I was at uh, the Eastville. you're party. setting this up. Yeah, I made it into, it a a yeah, exactly. I it into a Robert Frost poem. I turned into a Robert Frost poem. It was a horrible night, a Monday night, and I'm at the Eastville party, and a bunch of cats are uh, talking about going to Caroline's party, and I'm like, "Well, are you guys invited? No, that don't matter. That don't matter. It's one of your favorite human beings. Uh, it's like, no, it doesn't matter. I'll give you a ride up there. Well, this dude ends up talking to a girl, young uh, open micer at the time. And uh, ends up, he leaves with another comic and like three girl micers. And they leave me. I run out in the rain and go, hey, man, am, am I still going with you? Oh, we don't have the room now, man. We'll just meet you up there. I'm furious. So now I'm walking in the rain to the train station. I end up getting there maybe a minute after them to Caroline's. <laughs> they can't get in. <laughs> and then they go, I just hear this like, oh, you think Mad Dog can get in? Uh, and I go grab the door Oh uh, yeah James Madden Right in I just looked at him Right there bitches
1: People forget you're beloved
0: You're beloved right. Baby I get through baby I bring the party That's right I bring the Jack Daniels oh, I don't bring the Jack Daniels But I drink it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But I'm
0: definitely not drinking tonight Yeah uh, I got it This is insanity uh, Now, now my, my girl wants to meet for Froyo It's like I can't, I can't This is too much Because oh, you know boy. when you're hungover Everything is slow
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) everything I'm waiting to get coffee I I recorded a podcast with Luis Gomez before this and I'm like okay I gotta sneak away before all my people get here for the show let me get some more coffee cause as you can tell I really need more coffee and the line maybe was like three minutes of wait it felt like, the line started on Monday, and it was yeah, now Yeah, not Friday. having
2: hangovers is the best part about Bless this whole you. thing.
0: I mean, you are the big winner. So you should just take your balls being busted by us, because you... <laughs> I'll at, take it. Look at the difference, Tramp, in the booth. Look at the difference between the three of us right now. Uh, someone is, is just buoyancy and glow, and Rebecca and I are like, can you... someone hit I'm, us with I'm a tired. Hammer? Why are
1: these lights so bright? Light? <laughs> yeah, All black, and just, we'll do it... Like, it's like old time radio. Yeah, but this fuck can't sleep when he's sober. So right, it all that, I tell you what, it's out. true. Falling asleep sober is it like is a fucking climbing up a mountain, it is so hard. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my god, I hate
0: it. Yeah. That. Did you just say it's like climbing up a mountain,
1: it's Rebecca. Like climbing up a mountain. Well,
2: While trying to go. No, to sleep. you didn't like
1: that. All right. No, I thought it was outstanding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at you work in the room now. Hey. Hey, it didn't work. What's go? Hey, is work.
1: this thing on? Huh?
2: I've been having weird dreams. What was oh, your dream? I'll bet. Yeah, last night. Ah, I, had, I had these dogs that I were like beloved dogs, but I never had dogs growing up. And in my dream, they were like my long lost, these beautiful like black dogs. And I was like, oh my God, I missed you guys. But I woke up, I was like, where
1: did that even come from? It's an allegory for how you feel about comedians. Is that what it is? Yeah. Ooh. You think so? Mm-hmm.
2: And then like these cats were attacking them, and I had to shoot them away. It was really strange. I was back. You,
1: and those are the other managers, in right, Exactly. <laughs> but it was
2: like, oh my god, I've missed you so much from like my childhood. I can't believe you're back now. It was a very strange feeling.
0: It was a very emotional dream. Oh. Wow. Do you ever wake up from a dream? Either you all know, like.
1: Oh yeah. Tears and, everybody
0: does. and just from a, I still haven't. I was dreaming I ha- that I was <laughs> hungover talking to you guys. Right now. <laughs>
2: Years ago, I did. I had a dream. I was getting married, and I didn't know who I was marrying. Oh, my God. And everyone was showing up, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. My mind just blanked, and I was like, do I go along with it and just like <laughs> pretend like I'm not freaking out, yeah. or do I can't? And I woke up, and like, my, I was like crying, and my chest was beating. And like for three days, I like, couldn't talk to anyone. Oh it was God. the craziest wow. thing.
0: I used to have this. You know how sometimes you believe them so much, I, when I was a virgin, I remember waking up a couple times after having sex, like in a dream, and I'm like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Right, that counts. Women like me, and then I realized, <laughs> no, that I, didn't happen. I, I've woken oh. up coming before,
1: Excuse like me? having an orgasm, like as a like having a sex dream and waking up from it because like I actually had a physical orgasm. Yeah, and I've had me up.
0: similar. I never had a wet dream or anything like that. Ever. Ne- really? Never. Oh my
1: God. When did you start self abusing?
0: <laughs> Apparently from the jump.
1: Is that true? <laughs> I believe it. In the womb, bitch. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've never had that. I, I, I hear You're that. You're missing out. Man, it's great. It really trips me up because um, I recently my sex dreams have switched over to ladies. It's just, it's just ladies, which is interesting. That's never been the case before, but it's new. Has it always been both? No, I mean, like I'd never had like a wet dream, I guess, as, as it were, about a girl before, and it, I didn't even know the gr- I don't know the Do people that I'm having sex with in uh-huh. sex dreams. Like I don't recognize them, but like well, this was this was female female, which was the first time that had happened. And
0: you're okay with that?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: You're attracted to females, very much so.
1: Oh. The attractive ones, anyway. <laughs> the <Right>. unattractive? <laughs> no, I mean I don't know a human being that doesn't think Sabrina is attractive. Like she's one of the most attractive lesbians on the planet. Sabrina Jolie, Jell- 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 yes, yes, yes she's wonderful, beautiful. Yeah, she's great. Well, here's interesting. So if, if someone's... Would you identify as bisexual?
0: Yes. Okay. This, this is fascinating to me. All things equal. Let's just say... Because you just said attractive females, right? You're not... Attra- if you're drunk and you have to get laid, and all that's left is unattractive male, unattractive female, let's say they're both... What you would equivalent the same scale? All right, let's right. just be sexist on both sides. Like, like I don't like four. either of
1: them, but I really want to fuck. They're both like a four. Right. What do you <laughs> go? With?
0: That's a great question.
1: All things equal, and they're both like equally a good hang. Like that's equal too, personality wise.
0: The, the hang is the same. No, matter, everything right. is equal except one. Has, has uh, biscuits and gravy, and the other one—I don't even know what that metaphor is. Yeah, just, right, one has a penis, and the other one has a biscuits vagina. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy <laughs> be a great way to describe. But either naughty way, bitch.
1: I get biscuits and gravy after we. Fuck. Either way, as long In as the that's morning. the case. I don't think. Um, yes. You know, I I think that uh, if it's like a drunk one night stand situation, I have better success at having better sex with a guy. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Better it's like success. Girls girls are more difficult. It's it's harder to make them come. It's harder to like, that's what I mean by success. Mm-hmm. I equate it with, I mean like, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that it's harder to make girls come and it requires a little bit more focus. For me, I don't know that everybody's Jesus. like that, but for me, it, it takes a little bit more focus. So I like to be a little bit more on the sober side with a lady. Wow. If that makes sense. Guys. I, I do as well. <laughs> <on> the sober <laughs> side <with a> lady. <laughs> There's nothing worse than whiskey tongue. Is that a thing? I don't know. With- <laughs> How come you can? not yeah.
0: I've whiskey tongue. That would be right. the greatest excuse. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Ever. I have to go shave my tongue. I can't do that. I think I, <laughs> I did have a girl once tell me that she was too drunk. It was crazy. I'm like, nope. that's a line that we say."
1: No, no, no. You can definitely be too drunk. I mean, like you've heard of like girls like puking on guys' yeah. dicks while they're blowing them and stuff, right? I have not, but I'm, I I mean, I'm, nobody uh, wants that. Right, getting, getting the a spins while you're blowing a guy is one of the most horrific experiences on the planet. You've had
0: it? Course. Oh my God. It's I, horrible. I am sheltered. You really are. I thought, I was, a, I, little, I, thought I was a wild Come on man.
1: Vegas. What are you doing Bubbas? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get
0: late until I was 21. Girl, girls didn't like me. I was missing a tooth 8 to 16. I've become, <laughs> I've become Richard Lewis as I'm getting older. Uh, I've had these issues. No one cares. I'm a, <laughs> my mom. That is what I've become at my old age. <laughs> Half Gentile Richard Lewis. <laughs> Should be a great the name of my special. All right. So, I think this was a good uh, banter
1: session. All right. That's yes. what we call the beginning. We bantered. We, we, do we even we have it.
0: what we call this? This is a, like, The like banter the
1: segment is concluding. Yeah, yeah,
0: this is like a jam session. Ha. It's like oh, get your juices flowing type of thing. Yes. So now we'll take a diabetes break, <laughs> and then we bring in Megan Sullivan. She's been sitting here. Very patiently. She looks wonderful. This is going to be exciting. She has a story to tell, my people.
1: One hell of a story.
0: And we will set it up once we get her on of how curious. this came about. It was a strange night in my life. Rebecca was there for that shit. <laughs> it was the lady gathering. It was. I'm always there for the lady gathering.
1: You really are. It's, it's great. <laughs> and no
0: one's peaked on your dick. Not once. Next year's. <laughs> we, I have goals. We'll be back
1: in a minute. This is Lust for
0: Life. But you know it because this isn't radio. This is a podcast. And it says it on your thing. All right. Wait. <laughs> Let's hope some people aren't listening to this. Um, hey, everybody, we're back. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I knew you'd do something like that, Rebecca, but you're my hey, favorite. Hey,
1: you know, oh. in a comedic way. It was funny jokes, haha. time.
0: Exactly. All right, oh, we are here with Megan sl- I knew this would be one of my favorite episodes already, and we're only 20 <laughs> minutes in. I just knew this would be the gathering I wanted. This is, the, like I said, this is a jam session. Like yeah. We, we love when it. we started this show, it was going to be moving parts and see where the conversations go. So right? we always do. And that's what's great. I feel like we just formed a new cream right now. Okay? Rest <laughs> in peace, Jack Bruce, baby. We just lost Jack Bruce.
3: All right. Um, our guest, Megan Sullivan. Hi. Hi, Megan. What Hello. up? Hello.
0: Thanks for coming in.
3: Thank you for having me. This is awesome. This
0: is great.
3: Yes. Um, so I am so
2: curious right now. Oh, just wait. All
0: right. So we'll do the setup here. A uh, couple weeks ago... Uh, As we know, I record at the Creek Wednesday nights with Tim Warner. Uh, Getting a Ring, Guns N' Roses Appreciation Podcast. It's great. Um, We get done recording. I was having uh, an issue with uh, my lady friend, and it was a rough night. And I'm like, I'm just going to have a Hank Moody, Charles Bukowski moment at the end of the bar and and drink. Now, (laughs) earlier in that day was... Was it called? It's a ladies mixer. Selena,
1: Selena Kopic, and I do these quarterly lady gatherings, and this was the clothing swap lady yes. gathering. Yes. So um, Caroline Castiglia had her um, her open like I don't. I, it's like it's called Rift Town, and they do like freestyle comedy rapping. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that that was when she came into the show. Megan That's shows when up. Megan arrived, and I'm yeah. always
0: there at the mixers for the. Well. I always just happen always to be there, there. <laughs> and one of the nicest things just ever. Just happen to be. No, there. no, but it is. <laughs> And I remember the first time I ever bumped into that situation, like I just happened to be there, what's happening? (laughs) Rebecca goes, yeah, go out there, eat whatever, drink, have fun. You love ladies. So it makes sense that you're here. It makes
1: perfect sense that he's the one that's always there. I love it. Yeah. It's
0: great. And I think your words this time was like, and you're not a creep, so. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: know, you're not there to troll because you accidentally sprung into a room full of pussy so That's yeah it. it's fine hey, man. lucky you have been He's plotting says, this for weeks <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Robert Frost earlier that was such a phrase right there yes all
0: right so then Megan comes in and I'm gonna uh, say this Megan I did not recognize you initially and yeah. you, you were very friendly to me
3: it's okay and I have
0: this in me now I don't want to break anyone's heart by not
1: knowing them. So I just... I, yeah, and I also She think, was in a costume. Yes. And her face was heavily painted. You were yes, painted that night. And face. she was introducing herself as a different person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so. But yeah, it wasn't easy. But I also then, I just try to stay <laughs> yeah. in water. Thank you for remembering that, Rebecca. <laughs> I
3: appreciate your brain. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you heard the poetry. You just say that, <laughs> the I word, want to lick that here. brain over there.
3: <laughs> Never mind the pussy. I want to lick the brain. She's amazing. <laughs>
0: okay, <good>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> both, the last time you heard that?
3: I want both things
0: okay sorry let's just set this up before we turn this into fucking <laughs> being a, real the porn hub hour right uh, yeah uh and so i'm just i was rapping with you for a second trying to see what clicks and then you came and talked to me as i'm in the corner of the bar just yeah. trying to have that moment and you told me um, that a, a transformation has happened to you yeah so i let's, let's get to that
3: well uh I kind of have to set this up and tell you guys the whole story, which goes all the way back to my childhood. Okay. <laughs> we, got, we got plenty of time. <laughs> it's not going to take too long. I can tell you the abbreviated version. Well, we have a
0: hard out of, uh, of <laughs> January. That's our hard out. So Is that okay? Yes. Is that yes. cool? Yes. All right.
3: Do you guys mind like, hearing my whole fucking Craig cray story? All right. All, right. all right. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, Love Providence. Yep. Done a
0: blowjob in a uh, bathroom at the comic <laughs> club, there, and it may or may not have been on the internet for a minute. I'm just saying. was it Buddy CNC
3: who gave it to you? It, it, no. Corrupt politician? No. Okay. Yes, um, a corrupt male politician. Yeah. Gave did you a blowjob? I think um, that was one of the dreams Rebecca was having too, and,
0: and then she threw up on a penis. I don't know. Okay, so you grew I, up in Providence. For the record, I never did that. I just got the spins. Okay. <laughs> stopped. I'm a lady. That's right.
3: <laughs> Me too.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So already my favorite show ever. All right, You're you in, in Providence. Providence. Okay. Well,
3: yeah, we're going to have to speed this up a little. Yeah, um, Benji's
0: going to have to be but, the glue. But again,
3: yeah. it's just something I'm still you know, trying to figure out. So if you guys have questions, of course, just ask me whatever the fuck you want Let while I'm telling the story, of course. Okay. Um, so I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island. My mom was a complete freak show she had bipolar one disorder which is very severe uh, bipolar of the more severe of the two that you can have um, she used to have delusions um, psychotic meltdown she'd wake us up in the middle of the night not know who we were and say who are you get out of my house and with a butcher knife wow. in our feety pajamas um,
0: and you're just a kid and that's, I was
3: like four and five years old yeah
0: and this is your mom who Jeez. you love and she's got a knife not I wouldn't say love I wouldn't yeah. use
3: that term <laughs> you, so you I was never terrified loved of her I was terrified into loving her (laughs) Um, I did love my mom, but I was a child. Of course, you're going to love your mom. I mean, you don't really have a choice, but once I was old enough to know that, you know, I didn't have to love this person who terrorized me my whole life, I kind of got the fuck out of there. And that was 13. So I ran away a couple times. The state put me back, um, but the state... Basically, the state is a piece of shit, and they put us in the same situation that we were in before. Um, in what ways? Um, well, let me well, just tell you a little bit more about my mom in that situation first, because okay. that's pertinent. Um, my, what my mom did basically was um, she abused us in every way possible—physically, emotionally, and sexually. Um, oh my god! But I didn't—I didn't know she. I blocked out she sexually abused me until. Now, so that we'll get back to that part later. I didn't even realize she had sexually abused me. I kind of just blocked that whole part oh, out. Jeez. Um, I know this is a lot, some heavy shit, guys. I'm sorry to be the big one. No, okay. But anyway, um, it so means we're not making any more puking on yeah. penis jokes. No, no, no go ahead. Give um, a minute. Um, no, no worries. <laughs> we'll get back. So my mom, we'll back. my mom <laughs> came from a long line of abuse. She was in foster care too, and she was abused by her mother, and her mother's mother abused her mother, and uh, it's a long line of just fucked upness and dysfunction. Um. And basically, my mom met my father while she was married to this man, very nice man named George, uh, divorced him. Uh, He got her pregnant with me and my twin brother, um, and she divorced him and and, uh, married my father. And then she started, then once she decided she hated my father, she divorced him and remarried George again and started making up allegations uh, that my father molested us, and he went to prison. Um, but your
0: father never did My father
3: never molested. She did <laughs> My father never did anything um, Yeah so But she did And uh, But then But he ended up getting out Because there was a lack of evidence And he ran away He abandoned us He took this other crazy bitch And married another crazy bitch And went to Florida And that's where he lives now Hi dad
0: When's the last time you talked to him? Uh,
3: not since I went into the mental hospital um, he hasn't called me so since that was like last week. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it was like a, it was, he's probably called I talked to him probably like a month ago. Okay. Um, but, but once he once I uh, we'll, we'll get to this part, but anyway, um, <laughs> I don't want to want to go out of sequence, but basically that happened. I went into foster care, and the state took us and put us into a house of carnival people. That um, <laughs> carnival, people. carnival people Yeah they're like Oh you don't like Your crazy psycho mom How about people Who work for the carnival And don't have any money So they use children instead Yay They get paid To beat up their kids
0: How do we uh, Save these damaged youth oh, been a bad house Yeah let's put them With carnies It's carnies. like Monroe Martin's
2: joke of,
3: uh. yeah. Basically yeah I mean Monroe and I Have you know We have that in common That we both were in foster care I don't know if he was in, With carnival people or not I don't think so But um, basically what the, They put us in Was a cult it was a house of there was a very it was a cult-like mentality where the mother you know ruled with an iron fist and anything you did if you did anything against her she would torture you literally like i watched her pick up a fucking 7 year old and throw him across the room
1: Excuse me? Okay, but what did the seven-year-old do? <laughs> it's
3: like a uh, rhyme and reason behind everything. I think he everything. asked for a fudgicle or something. That asshole. It's like but, Matilda, yeah. the
2: movie. <laughs> but yeah, basically, M&M's so that <laughs> happened. Throw him out the window.
3: <laughs> that happened. We got out. My brother and I were went into another foster home, and we were subsequently separated after my brother... Uh, well, I, I don't want to talk about my brother's stuff, because that's right. his stuff. But anyway, we were separated, and... Um, uh, he was in and out of a bunch of different places, but I, I went to a bunch of other places, group homes, foster homes, and uh, that led me to this place where I am now, doing stand-up comedy. In New York. In New York. Um, moved around a lot, and then basically, this year is what led up to the story I'm about to tell you right now. All right. So this year, it was one of the roughest years of my life. Um, my brother almost died. Uh, what happened? Um, he tried to kill himself. Ah, oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Such a bummer, this story. Um, but he did live, and then my dog was killed, and he was like my baby, and he was killed in August by another dog in my building. And then I found <sighs> out that the guy, the gay couple that owned the dog that killed my dog, um, have AIDS or HIV, because some one of them put a notice, put a prescription on the wall in our building, on the hallway of our building, but that was written out to him. So they must have gotten into a quarrel or something. Oh, sorry. like, what, like the AZT uh, prescription. I don't know what the medication or was called, but now? it said for HIV on the prescription. So I found that I found out that recently. So I, so I basically, um, I I got very very sick after all these events took place. Um, I had. Uh, stomach cramps. It felt like I had an alien in my body trying to come out of my fucking stomach. Like it hurt so bad. I was screaming in the middle of the night. My boyfriend took me to the emergency room and they diagnosed me with Crohn's disease. um, And they said that my terminal ileum was inflamed like three times its size. I was puking. I couldn't eat anything. And then I started taking steroids and I felt better within three days. And After I took the steroids, I either had a weird reaction to the steroids or I had a psychotic mental breakdown I'm not sure which one. It might be a combo of the two, but everyone's telling me that I'm bipolar and that All I had was a manic episode that was a kind of like a reaction to all these things that happened Um, But I'm telling you right now that that's not the whole story that I didn't just have a mental breakdown I didn't just have a manic episode I talked to God I definitely did. And no one can convince me that I didn't. And and I'm going to tell you what he said. It is time to get (laughs) to the meat and the potatoes.
0: Salad is gone. (laughs) There is no more soup. (laughs) So cocktails
2: done.
3: That's let's, right. Let's, let's well, get to first, it.
2: first setup. When you okay, how do you, how how do you okay. end up face to face with God?
3: Well, I wasn't face to face with him. Or I was in it was. I was in Times Square and I was talking to. a friend. <laughs> Oh, I know that guy. And, <laughs> and it was Jesus. There he was. No, uh, he
2: stands next to
3: Spider Man
0: and the Ninja Turtles. You're it in.
3: started. Uh, it started. It progressed over the course of like five days, and you guys saw me within those five days at the creek. Well, right. you saw me in like. Like in, like, you know, my full god freak out mode. Um, anyway, um,. I was in Times Square one night and Allison Klemp showed up Mm -hmm. (laughs) out of nowhere, just randomly. I saw her in Times Square and we just had a great night. We partied and we went out and we drank and and we just danced and we humped each other and and we made out and it was awesome. Like it was just it was it was so freeing and amazing because I'd never really like let myself be free and have fun like that before. Uh I was like, This is how you're supposed to party, like this, you know? And I was like, Thanks, God. (laughs) But then I started I started to feel like someone was trying to communicate. The, that's the only way I can describe it. Someone was trying to communicate with me and they were changing my personality. Words were coming out of my mouth that I didn't say before. Um, I was I was writing weird jokes. I was speaking this weird language that involved like dicks, vaginas, cocks, dicks and cocks. And <laughs> I was rapping. Which at, fits in I was here. I, at, the first like, first a very, I was rapping at like a very rapid pace and I was saying things like God is love and uh, that's the meaning of life. And so you were
0: speaking in tongues?
3: No, not tongues. Just different, just speaking differently than I was before um and this and i stayed awake i was awake for almost six days and then during the course of that six days i wrote my entire memoir on facebook which is why my dad's not talking to me anymore um because it kind of exposed our family for the shitty piece of shit that it is um so most people in my family right now are not really speaking with me but that's okay right. hope you guys are listening still love you anyway um <laughs> kill them with go. kindness right. it, and um, well, our
0: demographic is your family. I don't know if you
3: know it. That. <laughs> yeah, mean, that's, that's and what I. Well, that's what I. But that's and what I, but that's what <laughs> that's what I discovered. That's what I discovered was that you know your family aren't necessarily your your blood relatives. They're your your friends and, and and the people you you know are close to. Right. And and as comedians, what what I was told was that I'll tell you what I was told. And first of all, let me just preface this by saying. I don't believe God. I'm not saying God in the biblical sense. Everybody, like, please don't say it's like, oh, she's a religious freak. Like, it's not. It's not about religion. God is in all of us. God is you. You are God. Wait, and, when
2: does the talking to God part happen? Okay, I'm
3: telling you right now. I'm okay. um, sorry. So basically, um, I was told that we base uh, the truth. The truth about reality, and the truth is that all this time I was in hell. And I'm not in hell anymore. I can be myself now and it's okay. And that's what everyone should do.
0: Why, why were you in hell?
3: I was in hell because I needed to suffer to get to a place of, of real raw truth.
0: And you're saying you didn't have truth in your life till that moment? Not
3: really, no, I was kind of living a lie. And what was I, a lie about it? The lie, like, the lie was about, about? Um, being on stage and talking about stupid shit that doesn't really mean anything.
1: And but you understand that scientifically speaking, yeah. that a human being staying awake for six days straight is going to lead to some loopy shit. Oh
3: right? yeah, absolutely. I understand that. But if I if I were to show you the memoir that I wrote, it's it why, does. Why did
1: God change your name?
3: Um, he didn't necessarily change my name, or she rather didn't necessarily change. <laughs> it was my a female name. voice. Is it? a she? It was my voice that was speaking to me. In ah yeah, mm. and the voice was saying, you know basically saying that God is not this separate thing. Mm-hmm. It's all of us together. And, the, and basically it wanted to tell me that, and it wanted me to tell everybody this, that um, if you feel like things are going wrong in your life, it's because um, you need to realize the truth about reality. And that's that the truth is just that we have to love each other and you have to love yourself and be yourself and be okay with that and be okay with who you want to be. And this person that I am right now is who I've been trying to be. But I was afraid. I was afraid to show everyone who I actually am, which is this, this person that just loves everybody and always wanted to love everybody, but but was so afraid because she was hurt in the past by love. You know, well, does that make sense? Sure.
0: It does, but it leads to some more questions. Yeah,
3: like, please ask the do questions.
0: You, so
2: I guess jumping off the previous question, do you think a combination of being awake for six days plus you said you have come from a long line of mental... Uh, yeah. illness. You think a combination of that maybe... You said earlier that you don't think anyone can convince you otherwise that you spoke to God.
3: They can convince me that I had a, a manic episode, which I agree. I'm agreeing with you. I did have a manic episode. And if you do the research and, and you look online or anywhere you want to read the books, read the books. You know those books? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the psychology books, um, there's a lot of things they can't figure out and they can't explain scientifically, like near-death experiences. and And science will call that um, a delusion that we'll call a near death experience a hallucination of the brain, but that doesn't explain being able to go outside of your body and you know tell a doctor verbatim what they said while you were technically dead and not conscious anymore. And science to this very day cannot fully explain that phenomenon. Well,
2: they kind of can't. I mean, you could
3: they can explain elements could... of the phenomenon, not the whole entire phenomenon. You can't explain how someone is able to from a point of being clinically dead for several minutes, if not, or there was one case where a woman, um, was put under, she had brain surgery. They drained her brain of blood and shut her brain down. And she was able to tell the doctors verbatim what they said. Her name was Pam Reynolds. You can look it up. It's a very, um, uh, very good story, the and the mind it's, works in mysterious. The ways. mind works in mysterious ways, and I'm not saying that scientists or psychologists who tell me I have a manic episode are wrong, or tell me I have bipolar are wrong. I am probably bipolar, but the two things aren't necessarily mutually exclusive of one another. Sure. I believe you can have a psychotic break and a spiritual revelation at the same time. Who's to say that they have to be separate? That's all. That's all I'm trying to say, and I'm not trying to say like oh. You know, you have to love this God or whatever. Like all, I'm, all I'm trying to say is that um, the world needs. This is the main point of what I was told. I was being told all this because, as an artist, or um, and as comedians, we have a duty, and our duty is to tell people the truth, whatever that truth is for you. You know, whatever you think that is, um, and that you should, you should, you should honor that, and you should do good things with it. Whether that good thing is to just you know, reach out to someone and tell them that, you know, they're they're worth more than their job or something like that, which is what I try to do in my act. I try to tell, I try to bring people up to this level where they feel good about themselves. That's why I dress like this, because I think it makes people happy. And, you know, people smile at me on the train, because um, I look like a little weirdo rain, rainbow bright princess. Yes, we should <laughs> describe how you are dressed. Um, <laughs> a
0: lot of rings, a lot is of it jewelry. It yep. Tiara
3: in the, in the hair.
0: Don't sleep on the tiara. Don't (laughs)
3: don't forget the tiara. Everything about her sparkles. Everything.
0: And I like the the Rainbow (laughs) Bright. Great. Rainbow Bright, absolutely.
3: And and I just I want to make people happy and that's my goal. And I want people to care about stuff and care about helping people even if that person is just one other person because if if i ever go anywhere in my comedy career knock on whatever this table is made out I think of it's wood wood yes, i, think it's I plan it's
1: wood. laminate
3: i i plan on doing Which i, I plan on doing good things with with the success and i think that if you're in a place where you're successful and you have money and you have power you should try to help and that's what I was told that yeah,
1: historically don't you think comics do like I mean yeah absolutely. As, as, like, as a community I feel like comedians are incredibly generous with one another oh, yeah that's and they our try job to help each other and they, well, like it's, he was telling that, me that, that, that kind of
3: we take industry. care of our own yeah, yeah absolutely I mean, I, yeah. that's it I was being told that I didn't realize that before so I was being uh. told that that is what why we're here where you know it all made sense to me when I came to see came I feel like I came to see you that night I came huh. to the creek to see you I to was see told, Rebecca go see Rebecca yes. God she, said she that. She went
1: up on the stage and uh, dry humped a mic stand <laughs> while Caroline Castiglio was was performing. <laughs> oh, I she that asked part. me to come up stage. Yeah, no, well, she well she asked anyone to come on stage yeah. and, and you you volunteered. And then I remember you got very upset at Tom Cal during the open mic because he he made a comment about your outfit. No, he And that he, was when that was when you started to get sad. He said, well That's because right. I was very sensitive yeah. at
3: the time. But he said um he was yelling at me. He was like, "No, you don't love everybody." Because I said, "I love everyone." And he was like, "No, you don't. This isn't a Black Baptist church." Which was funny, but <laughs> but it hurt my feelings. I was being too sensitive at the time. Yeah. But um So,
1: can I ask you this? I mean, uh, how you you mentioned that you have a boyfriend.
3: Yeah. How how
1: <laughs> does how does how does a boyfriend weather that sort of abrupt personality change? Like you must have gone through a lot with him during yeah, those six days, Yeah, we did, right? yeah. So how did, how did he handle that?
3: He was very, very upset at first. Um, sure, I, that, I mean,
1: you were literally a different person. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, I'm still that person, but a lot more tone. I'm now more Megan right now than I was before. So
1: do you still have conversations with Indigo?
3: Yes. You do? Absolutely. So
1: Indigo is the sort of alter, alter ego per, right. that she, yeah. is that the right term? Yeah,
3: Indigo. Know. Indigo children are, are people who are sent to Earth to, to help people. You're an indigo child.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Two.
3: Okay. All the comedians. Most comedians that, that, you know, do really good work, and that's most comics, um, are indigo children. So
0: are we indigo okay. children? Myself and Benj? Yeah, Benj?
3: absolutely.
0: One of us. Got it, up to well, in my resume.
2: You know,
3: <laughs> absolutely, you're an indigo child. You're put here to, to help people, Michael and you Jackson. you think those are
2: comedians specifically or just general artists, people? Who, artists, artists. Artists.
3: Most artists are indigo children, like Michael Jackson. Paramedics. Um, Paramedics. Yeah, what about like
2: people who do charity? Or yeah, people like anybody
3: who, who helps people and who has feels a strong need to help but not the priests. Never the priests. Nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> what about bad artists? Some priests. Yeah, what Some about priests. the lead singer yeah. Creed? Is what about Hitler? <laughs> Carlos Mencia. Exactly. Indigo. I love the three yes. that we just said right there. Hitler, Carlos yeah. <laughs> Mencia and <laughs>
0: Scott Stapp
3: of Creed. I think Hitler uh, thought he was an indigo child, probably. <laughs> um, That's probably
0: safe to say, yes. Please. But,
3: you know, no. Um, I, did, I just learned about this term my friend who who does astrology told me about that and I was like oh yeah that makes sense like she just looked at me and was like you're an indigo child like all the artists all the artists you know we're here to, to affect change and, and reach people on an emotional real level
0: so okay let's do this now um, this happens your boyfriend's worried now how long you been with your with your dude
3: it'll be a year this month okay oh, brother so this happens <laughs> we're do very you, close though we live together uh,
0: that was well, the next question yeah. um, he's great so, this happens. He's worried.
3: He's Right very now, worried. he's worried. No, no, he's not worried anymore. Okay. I'm on meds now. Are, yeah, that, was, that was my <laughs>
0: next question. Are you?
3: Uh, yeah. What's I'm on, at, I'm, for what? For bipolar. Is yeah. it like, Welbutrin or what do you on? Lithium. Ah. Yeah. And
2: are you seeing a therapist or anything? Yep, I'm yeah,
3: seeing lithium, a therapist. By law, you have to, yeah. In a Work. very uh, broken down, mosquito ridden place in Brooklyn. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> so that's therapy. all my insurance okay. can pay yes. for.
0: <laughs> so. This happens. We see you on a Wednesday. Now, we were going to try and do this on a Friday. Yeah. And it didn't work out because you had to go to a funeral. Worked. And then oh, the je- plot thickens. I Jesus. was going to book you for uh, the right. next week. And I check on Facebook, after friending you, uh, that your message now says Facebook user, which is uh, usually an indication that someone's deleted. My boyfriend did system. it. Yes. So I don't know what happened to you. I booked someone else and then... Voila, a day later, I see a message from you or a post on Facebook and um, that you were somewhere.
3: I was in the Psychiatric Institute or whatever you want to freaking call it, Psychiatric Ward at NYU.
0: Well, I think you were calling it the Funny Farm. Which funny Farm. I called it the Funny it. Farm. And <laughs> I, like I don't think that's a PC term these days. I
3: called it the Looney Bin, but <laughs> it's okay. Go.
0: So <laughs> how did you end up there?
3: Um, okay, so there was a point where I could not sleep. Um, I was too excited I was too I felt awake I felt so awake I felt more awake than I'd ever been and I started I wrote my whole memoir on Facebook and then I wrote this really long message about Michael Jackson being an indigo child and um, it was pretty you know out there and it it scared a
1: lot of people in that Facebook message I tagged
3: a lot of people because I was kind of insulted (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) we're not friends on Facebook you would have gotten tagged and I I read the message to my boyfriend at which point he cried and was like uh, he started to play into my whatever I was going through and basically said, you know, uh, I'm going to take you to see some people, some good people tomorrow. And uh, he told me it was Lady Gaga because at the time I was so, so out of it that I believed that uh, I was supposed to meet Lady Gaga. Because Lady Gaga is also an indigo child. Obviously. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt about that. Quite <laughs> obviously.
1: <laughs> York too, I'll
0: bet. Your boyfriend said he was going to take you to see... Lady Gaga, yes. and that made sense to you. Like your, it your made sense has to me. It made to get sense you to me. Hang out with Lady Gaga. It made sense
3: to me because I was told that Lady Gaga is a part of this consciousness change that's about to take place, and that word that you know not 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 now, but we're getting ready for a big consciousness shift where people are going to start. I don't know. I think believing that you know there's more to life than the shittiness, and that they can they can really do good things, and that you don't have life doesn't have to be miserable.
0: And so. Under that guise, you believe that you're going to see Lady Gaga. I did. You're going to share this. Yeah, I did. We're going to change the world and enlighten people. And then what So at that point, I, uh,
3: he took me to the hospital.
0: Straight to the hospital. Yeah. You jumped
1: in a car. Were you self-committed or did he have you committed? He had me
3: committed. So I couldn't get out for nine days, which was horrible. Food was good, though. An unusual class is
2: always (laughs) half (laughs) full.
3: Yes. uh, (laughs) I was there for Halloween. I wore my costume. (laughs) What did you wear? Uh, I was a unicorn. Of course.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm hitting myself for not (laughs) guessing that.
3: Um, <laughs> I got a question.
2: So your, yeah, yeah. your whole view of reality has dramatically changed. It's
3: very much changed, yes. Do
2: you think that that could happen again? Like going back to you're saying you, no one could ever make you change your mind about what happened. Well, it's yeah. happened once for you. Do you think that maybe you'll get to a place that you're like, wow, maybe I didn't speak to God? I no, just because I a, think if
3: I was going to think that, I would think it by now, because I've, I've been on well, medication took, for it, quite some time, for like a week now. It did take,
2: I don't know, how old are you? 29. Right. So it took 29 years for you to have your first revelation. So yeah, maybe it shouldn't happen a I week just, later. I
3: just, well, I know because I asked. I had been praying for a long time because I...
2: Were I, you religious before that? No, I
3: was never religious, but I would, I would talk to... You know the creative power that we all feel when we're doing. Well, homework. that's religious in a certain sense. Yeah. Well, then I guess. Okay. Then yes, but spiritual. Spiritual, spiritual not spiritual. religious. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. I didn't like you know subscribe to any religion. I I asked. I was like, why can't you let me? It let me just believe because like, I didn't. I was a skeptic. You know. I just mm-hmm. didn't really believe a hundred percent. You know. I would listen to Joe Rogan and want to believe and stuff and say that all sounds awesome. All those experiences that he's had, but I haven't had an experience. Well, I don't like think that. he
2: I, says they're. Supernatural,
3: no, he Uh, doesn't necessarily
1: hallucinogenic, right? Right. Which leads me to, I know that you're you're on lithium now, but have you ever done any hallucinogens? Have you ever taken mushrooms or DMT? I've never taken anything like that. (laughs) I'm curious. I'm curious if what happened to you wasn't a release of chemicals that are not unlike what people experience when they do when they smoke DMT. Right. It could be. Yeah. Because but. I mean like I know some comedians who went through massive change of consciousness, like change of reality, like completely different person. Do you remember Warner before he did DMT? Yes. Completely different person.
3: And he hasn't I, changed back yet?
1: Uh I'd say that I'd say he's probably done DMT more than once. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? I feel like he re ups on it, but yeah. Well, then you,
3: go to a- then you have to ask yourself. I would definitely say he
0: does because I hang yeah, out with him several I, times I would a say week. that's a true thing. Then you have <laughs> to
3: ask yourself, you know, how do you define a, a hallucination? I mean, I guess a lot of people have a hard time explaining the nature of DMT and the fact that a lot of people have shared experiences on DMT is very strange
1: yeah I mean it's also easy to have a shared experience when you're riding the same train as somebody like I I I like mushrooms a lot Mm -hmm. I I haven't done them in a while but I'm a big fan and I've I've taken people through like their first mushroom trip more than once that's a thing that I love to do yeah and I will have similar experiences with the person and it'll lead us on the same thought patterns and it'll make us visualize the same things I remember once I had a five hour trip uh, with a super good friend of mine Noah that um, we just stared at a stained glass uh, a <laughs> piece of stained glass like for five hours. It was amazing. And we yeah. learned a lot about each other silently. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, so I, I don't like and I, I you know so I'm not sure if that's really I okay. mean it, it sounds like it's, it's a chemical thing. And maybe, yeah. th- And that is very much the root of where a lot of us find our like our spiritual right. enlightenment. A lot of people yeah. use daime for their religious ceremonies and like, you know, people speaking in tongues and stuff is usually tripped off by something. But yeah. it sounded to me like you were on a really long trip.
3: I was on a really long trip, yeah, And so for they sure. basically
1: just detoxed you for nine days and basically, then yeah, gave wrote me your pills. script
3: and sent you out? Basically, yeah. I mean, I kind of think... And it, do you feel
1: like if you weren't on the lithium that in the indigo voice would be louder?
3: I, hmm. Honestly, I don't know if I want to go there. I mean, I just... It's a little scary because while I... I well, I do believe that I had a spiritual experience. I think you can have both a trip and a spiritual experience, and d- sure. and even if it's even if it is just technically a trip, if it's a good thing, fuck right. it. You know why? Who cares? If you experience it, but it's it your reality. Burning, yeah, exactly. It was
1: burning you out. It like did burn me out. Right. I needed
3: to sleep at some yeah. point. I needed to go to sleep. I definitely needed that. Um, what, sorry. What was the question you asked me again? Sorry.
1: Um. Uh. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it, it's, uh, if you oh, on Lithia, do you the do you oh. do you think the voice would get louder? Do you, yes. do you feel like and so like is that like a do you miss it? I do miss it. I, I, I mean, felt I find amazing. It, I find it super interesting that you're a twin. Yeah, and I that you're and that you have this sort of like other otherness inside of you that yeah. you can
3: talk to. And I wonder if I do miss miss it. I mean, I still feel like that person, just kind of more mellowed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I don't feel like I could be on that trip for a long period of time because I would just. Die like I would just right. crashed because it was just so like ah, yeah, you, you know? were just unbearable too. I know, I, I know. It, it Who would have, want to be around me like that? It would have had to have been small doses. Oh, absolutely no, totally no I agree. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> also, I was just
1: I, I absolutely. I was just apologize. so happy, it was entertaining right. as hell. It's I was just, just really that that happy person
3: every day of your life. Like I'm that person hard. on stage. I'm into that go on sense. stage. Um, it also
2: seems like you were repressing a lot for so many years that maybe it just had to explode out. Absolutely,
3: I had to get my story out. I had that story, and you guys can read it. I'm going to be publishing it. Um, and that story, I've never told a soul. Like I've told people little bits of my childhood, but I've never actually sat down and hashed out the details and told anyone I was molested because I didn't even know. Until yeah.
2: How did you become aware of that?
3: I wrote the story and it literally and it felt out? like I was being channeled, like I was channeling something because I was so out of it. And I, I wrote the story and then it came out and then I was molested. And I looked at the word and I saw it on the screen. and I was like, holy motherfucking ball sacks. I was molested by my mom. Like, I had did no idea. Did you ever...
2: Have you talked to your mother since?
3: My mom's dead. Oh. She, sorry. She died. Um. When did I start doing comedy? Six years ago. <laughs>
2: how about your brother?
3: Uh. How, how about him? Was he molested? Yeah. I don't know. Um. I believe so. But like I said, I'm a, I'm, I don't really want to talk because it's, just, it's right. his and I don't want to...
2: Is there any part of you that thinks it, this was part of your crazy journey? I mean... And not to discredit it in any way. No, I
3: feel like you can say crazy journey because I definitely felt like, you know, and that's why it's hard for me to say that everything was just a trip because it made so much sense that this is what was happening to me at that point in time. It needed to happen. And all the things made sense um, that I, I had suffered like that so that I could become a stronger better person um, and I'm glad I suffered I'm glad all that horrible shit happened to me I'm thankful for it because it made me a good comic and it made me a good person and I don't know who the fuck I'd be if it hadn't happened to me so I'm, I don't feel any sort of um, regret or remorse um, the only regret or remorse I have is, is for my brother you mm-hmm. know I wish it didn't happen to him you know, and the other kids that I because I'm lucky. Most of the kids that go through the shit that I went through don't turn out as well, wearing a wig and a tiara and a sparkly pink shirt. <laughs> but most of them don't, um, and it's really sad. And if if I ever get to a place where I'm able to help, that's exactly what I plan to do.
2: Well, I, g- I guess you can even now. You don't need to get to a place. There's like no. I mean money.
3: I mean mo- we I need p- to we need to ha- we need to put money into good things. The money is going to too many bad things.
0: What would we do with this money?
3: What would I do with it? Yes, yeah, so what would we do to help? I would dump it into as many places as I possibly could or I would start my own nonprofits in as many places as I, as I possibly could.
0: But like where like where tell specifically? Specific things that would help. That would
3: help. Um, that
0: you want to do. That well, you win, or you get handed well, two million Well, the foster tomorrow. care foster
3: care system in in the country is is horrible. There aren't enough places for children, so there needs to be really good homes for children, and not just the children, but the people, the homeless. Um, they need places to live, and I would build places. I would just build them, and I would. <laughs> this is crazy. I would I would build um as many homes as I possibly could, and I wouldn't just you know get. Carnival people or whoever. I think This is what basically the state does is they go or the the state of, of foster care right now. Carnies
0: need not apply. Yeah, they go. That's, that's they go. First thing we're they
3: basically you know yell out. It's like a cattle call. Who wants to be a foster parent? We pay you per child. That's this fucked up part. And of we course pay you're you gonna get degenerates. Yeah, you're gonna get point. a bunch of degenerates. You're gonna get carnival people living in a dilapidated farmhouse in fucking Cumberland, Rhode Island. And that's what the ha- that's what happened. Well,
0: that wasn't sp- uh, specific at all. <laughs> but, all right. Well, oh uh,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get fucking shitty people. So you need to hire. People, you need to you need to basically um, have professionals raise these children because they need professional help. They need they need they need psychologists. They need they need love. That's what they need. And I would I would do my best to, to give that to as many children and people as I possibly can. That's what I would do. If this, if I ever could. And I mean, I do that in my normal life, but, but the, you're limited to what, you know, your resources are. And I, you can only volunteer so much time and, you know, because you're working on your art and your life too. So my goal is to make my art and that, that world combine and make that my life as well. And, and my full time life. That's what I want to do. And I want to have, like, animals, and, you know, I love animals. I, I do eat them, too. Sorry. That's also a thing that happened. I was a vegan and a vegetarian, and after this experience, I, I'm not anymore. Because... Did God tell you that? Welcome back to the food chain. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did, or she did. <laughs> myself. I told myself that it was okay to eat meat because I was basically tormenting myself, telling myself I wasn't allowed to enjoy things like bacon. Like, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't let myself enjoy bacon because I was tormenting myself. It was, is
0: the candy of meats
3: yeah absolutely <laughs> well this is
2: do you oh. think you'll ever uh talk to god again
3: well i don't say talk to god i talk to the inner you know indigo child that is you know called we the best you could you know call it god um i i talk to that person all the time mm-hmm. and that person isn't all of us and you know that per- it's it's not a person it's just love it's right. loving yourself. It's the the self love and the love for other people. That's all. That's all it is, and that's what that's what this is all about. It's not about this, you know, any of the crap that's happening. It's not about right. jobs. It's not about you know having a of a a fucking BMW or anything like that. Um, and in your financial success, um. It's, it's about just love.
1: You're preaching to the choir. None of us are successful financially. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but we don't have self-love, so.
2: You should, preaching. you should. <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to start
0: wrapping up. A few few more questions yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Your brother is yeah. your twin. He's my
3: twin, yeah. Have you talked to him since this happened? Yep. And then how is he reacting to this? Um, he he's thinks, you know, I definitely needed help, which he was right. Um, and he got the help that he needed after his incident as well. Um, so now I think we're both at a point where we're both healed, and we're we've both kind of dealt with our past, and we're open about it. We used to not talk to each other about it, which is really unhealthy. But now we do. We talk openly about it, um, and he's you know he's he's accepting of my experience. He's not accepting that I talk to God or whatever, but that's no. okay. He doesn't need to. I don't I don't expect everybody to be on board. That's okay. That's not the point. You know the the point is to just try and be a good person and help people do
0: you find a lot of judgment when you say you've talked to god yeah that's why that i try that not
3: open. that's why i try not to use that word because but it's really difficult not to um um but yeah well people are judgmental there are a lot of people that you know are you know anti-christianity and i understandably so but i'm not talking about christianity or anything like that um I'm just talking about love and <laughs> if you don't believe in love then i don't know i feel sorry for you i, I concur on that yeah i want to go back to the uh, the
0: fabled michael jackson post yes <laughs> I, absolutely I'd, I'd like you to explain the uh, now okay. he's an indigo kid because he's an artist but right. I, if were I, you a,
2: a fan or had an obsession was not, with him before no
3: i did not so it was very strange um i i wrote the the post I felt like I needed to write this post and I couldn't get the words out fast enough. They were just coming out of me and I was writing it. And while I was writing it, um, I heard this like chant and it was just like Michael Jackson didn't molest people. Didn't (laughs) Michael Jackson did not molest anybody. Yeah.
0: Do you think that was God or end it go?
3: Yes. Um, I feel like I was being told to tell everyone that he was innocent Mm. for some reason. And you think Uh, he
0: is
2: right now? I do.
3: Yeah. I do think that he was, you know, definitely a fucked up, man he had problems like myself but i know that he didn't molest anyone because i was molested and i didn't even tell anybody till now and a lot of people keep it a secret for a really long time and i told a jury when i was 4 that my dad and my whole family molested me when i was 4 years old i told a jury that um because my mom said she would take me to disney world so i when, when jesus yeah <laughs> So, so, and then Wait, but did she take you to Disney World? No, she yeah. never did. Oh, my God. <laughs> the family got sold down yeah, the Yeah,
2: you should have been like, let's so first go up. to Disney World. that's <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Did you didn't even get
3: to go to Epcot. Let's see the Mickey and Mouse ears first there, mom, all right? Um, so shit. I know that kids lie, and for it to happen that often. Just not
2: be. all kids lie, and it would happen to be multiple children.
1: Yeah, I, this. I
3: know, I'm saying, but I'm saying in general, I know a lot of people use this as, you know,. Um, proof or whatever they say well children don't lie i've heard that many times which i think is obviously not true kids can lie right kids too. can lie like like adults yeah, can lie they're obviously capable of lying um and i just think that for it to to happen for for that many people not just with michael jackson but all the people who ever celebrities or high profile people who oh, really don't have think been kids accused. have
2: ever been molested by celebrities? oh no not true
3: no 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 i just think it, it how do you feel about woody allen yeah uh I think I mean, there is definitely girls underwear. Yeah, I think there's definitely some validity to the Woody Allen story, unfortunately. So you think is he an indigo to, child? You feel
1: like there's validity to Woody Allen. <laughs> no, you do not believe that the Michael Jackson story has validity. Even I think that it was no, multiple children. No, I
3: do think there is some valid no, I didn't <clears throat> I wasn't finished. Um okay. I definitely think some some weird shit happened, but I don't think he I don't think he had any sort of sexual. So you don't think things. he penetrated a child? No, I don't. Okay. Touched?
1: Do you think it's molesting for a grown man to, like, jerk off in front of a kid? Is oh, boy. That is, is yeah, that that's definitely
3: molestation. Um, that's definitely sexual... Uh, misconduct? Y- misconduct, <laughs> yeah. But I think that... the Well, let me just say this. I think the overall point was we're so quick to accuse people. We're, we're a society where we just want to hang people. We just want to accuse people. And we don't really think about um, anything else? Sometimes we don't think about the person or the fact that, m- m- like, we just turned on him so so quickly. And well, I mean, I think that there were huge portions of the community yeah but there are a lot of people that turned on that him too absolutely
1: didn't turn yeah on him. you're right and there's and and ultimately i feel like the go-to joke with michael jackson was um man you know he probably we still he probably anyway. touched those kids <laughs> but i love that music you know what right. I mean? yeah <laughs> like whatever version of that joke i just i so, don't
3: think that he molested anyone that's my my <laughs> personal opinion if you guys think that i don't that's fine i just don't think he did it um i, I
1: think it's interesting that you had like as you were channeling or whatever mm-hmm. that that it was this specific case that came it's Very out. strange. You know, it's, yeah. Because it, 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 it was sort of out of the blue for us to read it. You know what I mean? Michael yeah. Jackson's sort of like not really in the news so much. I anymore, know. You know. You
3: mean since that passing? Since that whole <laughs> I, I think yeah. I felt that I no, related I, to it in some way because yeah. of what happened to me. But it's
2: interesting that you related to him and not to the children.
3: Yeah. Because he is a child, basically. I mean, he was a big kid.
2: To the people being molested as opposed to the accused molester.
3: Uh yeah, I mean he he. I feel like he was just a a child trapped in a man's body. I mean that's how, that's how I was be, for a long could be. time. Yeah, that that's definitely yeah. possible, but you
1: still can't fuck a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm right. not making
3: excuses for him. Absolutely not. Um, you know, but I'm just saying I was that way for a long time. I was in a, a grown up's body, but I was so immature emotionally that yeah. I didn't really know how to live. I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to love people. I, I had no, this relationship. Well, you were never f- taught how to love. You exactly. had a psychotic mother. Like, yeah. you know,
1: you were hugging barbed wire your whole childhood. Ex- exactly.
3: <laughs> I did do that specifically. Wow. Uh, it's weird uh, that you know that. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I used to hop barbed wire fences. and um, But no, I, this relationship I have with my boyfriend right now is my first ad- successful adult relationship. I've never had a long-term relationship with a man or anyone um Mm -hmm. i've had you know little things here and there but they've always been dysfunctional i've always picked men who hurt me um and you know i was i was a little girl i didn't know how to how to be in the world um but but i do now and and you feel
1: like you're getting a handle on it now
3: definitely now at this age and you're not mad at him for having you committed no, I th- I'm thankful that he did that because I don't know what yeah, would have happened to me. Seems like a responsible. Yeah. At least he's yeah. looking out for your that's best. Like interest. Yeah, and I definitely yeah. agree that yeah. you know it, it it's up for debate as to what happened to me. It's still up for debate. I'm still dealing with it, but I still feel very strongly that it was real. It was real for me. I had a real experience. Right, and that yeah cannot yeah. be changed. Yeah, or yeah exactly discredited. And, I, and I'm not you know anyone who doesn't believe me. That's okay. They don't they don't have to. I I believe it and um either way it helped me so right. whatever happened happened and it helped me and it's going to help me do good things so i'm glad that it and happened. at
2: the end of the day you're just preaching that we should be nice and love each other i don't think anyone has a problem with that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like great
3: message it? i, don't care I think where we it comes should all from. just fuck children no whoa, whoa, god,
1: god. Hey, told me I mean, well
3: that's our show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can i just say god told me to fuck kids the most
0: not oh, beating around God. the bush comment I've heard in a long time was, yeah, but you just can't fuck kids, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> was Ms. Trent Absolutely. <laughs> well, no. that's a
0: good place for us to stop. Um, Megan, thank you so much thank for sharing Thank you. Story. Thanks um, for letting
3: me tell it. Is there anything
0: you want to plug? Do you, your Facebook? Your, your sure. Twitter? Sure. Huh? Yeah, anything? Twitter
3: at Pony Truth Priest. <laughs>
1: that that's, works. It's specific. Yeah, yeah.
3: Pony Truth Priest. I'm uh, doing my first feature spot at Broadway on the 24th, uh, Broadway Comedy Club at midnight. So, cool. Beautiful. yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. It's going to be a good show. Sean Donnelly's on it. I'm excited. Great. He's yeah. Really
0: one of the friends of the podcast. We
3: love him. <laughs> absolutely.
2: Big Bench. The best of BS on Twitter, but please check out all of Santa New York Labs, Labs' podcast. I'm talking fast for some reason. We got the promo code LUST for all our fans out there. We got all these podcasts. Check it out. Spread the word. Spread the love.
3: <laughs> the don't love. Spread the love, kids. dog.
1: Spread Look. the love and don't
3: fuck kids. No. Don't fuck kids. No. Still.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't changed that opinion in 30 seconds. Uh. Rebecca.
1: ha. Uh-huh. so uh, plug everything. I would say cavecomedyradio.com. dot uh, com. It's our, our podcast network with Legionist gangs and New York City Crime Report and last podcast on the left and uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of other ones. And uh, come to the Creek in the Cave. Check out some live comedy for free. There's no drink minimums. We don't hustle anybody at the door. And um, I don't know. What, what day does this come out?
0: This will be. This is coming out Tuesday. It's
1: coming out on Tuesday. All right. Uh, and uh, I'm going to put up a list for, uh, for all the com- comedians that are listening. Uh, we're hosting Thanksgiving again. So definitely oh, wow. let me know if oh, you're going to be in town. Spread the love. Spread the Spread love. The yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, James L. Mattern on Twitter. On the Instagrams. Uh, I'm going to set up another Facebook page. I finally uh, reached the 5G. Wow. Oh, nice. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm going to throw myself a party of not drinking. Those Canadians. Uh, Those goddamn (laughs) Canadians. Bless your little hearts. Um, Keep supporting all our brothers and sisters on this network and on... Uh, Creek Cave Radio, which I'm a part Cave of. Cave Comedy Radio. I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> <Cave> Com- That's <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm honored, man, to be a part of these two great uh, clubhouses. Man, stand up, New York. And thank and you the for Creek having us. No, it, it's the best. And uh, so listen to Get in the Ring, Guns N' Roses appreciation podcast with my cousin Tim Warner. It rocks. We have some great episodes coming out. The show's uh, beautiful, and I, I love being a part of it. Television, the podcast with Chris Laker. Um, <laughs> mad love to everyone. Who works hard on this show? My dude, Super Tramp, Aaron Friedman, uh Tory, Chris, man, uh Minnesota John Fattigate, Donnie, Gabe, <laughs> Joe. Uh man, I sound like Jalen. Like, I this sounds like old video box.
1: <laughs> Big shout out
0: to Lil Pete. Right. Skippy Joe, all that. Uh, <laughs> mad love to my family. Uh Spread love, baby. Um, until next time, we're all worth a million. <laughs> Woo!
3: Woo!